You're listening to the Talking Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a review of Mobile Suit Gundam 0083. We're from the TalkingSpirit.com website. You can go up there for our news reviews, coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community in the form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and a little podcast series button that I always say whenever we do Mobile Suit Gundam reviews, because in there you can see all of our Mobile Suit Gundam reviews. So if you're a fan of Gundam and you're like, hey, who are these people? Well, you can listen to all of our other terrible opinions on Gundam <laughs> that little link. Uh, but yeah, we're reviewing a uh, Blu-ray copy that was sent to us from Sunrise and Right Stuff, which is a Blu-ray copy of Mobile Suit Gundam uh, 0083 that includes 0083 Stardust Memories, the 13-episode series, Stardust Memories, The Mayfly of Space, which is a four-minute short, and Afterglow of Xeon, or as otherwise known as The Fading Light of Xeon, which is a 119-minute movie, compilation movie, of the Stardust Memories series. So, there you go. Uh, but yeah, if you don't guess already, this was done by Studio Sunrise. Premiered back in 1991 and on through uh, into 1992, and they did the uh, compilation movie in 1992. Uh, the source is original. And the genres are military, sci-fi, adventure, space, drama, and mecha. So yeah. Stardust Memories. I guess I should do the synopsis first before I start looking to you. Maybe. <laughs> we watched it. Uh, this one takes place in 0083, the Universal Century. And for those not familiar with the Gundam franchise, essentially there was this one-year war back in the 0079 era of the Universal Century. And the Zeons and the Earth Federation fought against each other because the Zeons were looking to uh, divide themselves from the Federation force and claim the space. And that war happened. A lot of downfall happened. But at the very end of that war, a group of uh, that were known as uh, the Della's fleet, that is known as now, which is a, a fleet that was within the Zeon that was led by Aguili uh, Della's. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, they fled from that final battle and kind of built up their forces and now they're coming back to reclaim things, you know, essentially four years later. Uh, so they're coming back. Everybody's kind of just getting over this huge one-year war. It's in 0083 and here comes the Delez fleet um, as the Zeon Federation going after the Earth Federation once again to uh, prove their strength and try to, you know, kick them while they're down, I guess is the best way to put it. And we follow a boy named, uh, or not really a boy named, a, a guy named uh, Kao Uraka, who is within the Earth Federation. He's uh, within this one platoon in at this current time when it starts in Australia, and he's training, learning to get a, be a better pilot. 
And then a, a group, that, uh, essentially this one lady named Nina uh, Purpleton, along with this group of people, come down with uh, these two new Gundams that they have built. And they are looking for a pilot who will pilot it. And Ko Uraka ends up piloting one Uraki. of these. Uraki, sorry. Uraki pilots one of these things in order to stop a guy who ends up sneaking into the base named Gato, who is also known as the Nightmare of Solomon from back in the One Year War. He steals one of these Gundams. Uh, Uraki uh, takes the other Gundam and tries to chase him down, but Gato ends up getting away, and so the Earth Federation, uh, along with Uraki and Nina Purpleton, all join together to run off and try to get the Gundam back. Instead of getting the Gundam, it's get the Gundam back. So yeah. Uh, for those that so that, the gist of it, I, I guess... <laughs> My takeaway at the very end of this entire thing, if I can, if I can encompass it in one thing, this essentially is the story bridging between the original Mobile Suit Gundam and Mobile Suit Gundam or Zeta Gundam. That is really the most that I got out. the The, the greatest amount that I got out of this series was okay. How do we go from the end of this really bad war to now? There's these guys named the ta- the Tons and or Titans, if you want to put it in English. And the Titans have, you know, basically control over everything. The Earth Federation is doing nothing. How did we get to this point? And this is kind of giving that little gap in between there an idea of what all kind of transpired. You mean going from Amuro to Camille? Yes. Gotcha. How did we get there? It was was Rocky and Nina Purpleton. Right. (laughs) To get it out of the way, absolutely beautiful. This is an OVA, and it seems like whenever... Sunrise does OVAs, they just knock it out of the park in regards to visual quality. Uh, and even more so now, since we're kind of just breaking into the 90s, we do have an increased uh, audio quality, so the audio is just really, really great. Um, so this is kind of one of those things where you can look at this one, and if you can appreciate what they're doing here, and even if you don't appreciate older shows and the hand, uh, hand-done animation this one kind of stands up to pretty much most all shows that even release today. It just looks visually amazing. Adding that the fact that this is like the golden age of uh, Gundam, where they still have great uh, mechanical designers, and they're making these absolutely awesome-looking Gundams and, and mobile suits, which I think most of the mobile suits in this one were, were more my taste. I actually liked a lot of them in this particular one. But they look great. They move great. The action's great in all that regard, and it just comes together really well for Visual and audio. Yep. Any adding into that? I I thought it looked great. Thought it sounded wonderful. So yeah, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you on that one. Okay. Um, outside of that one, of course, we have the story itself. I I am totally mixed on this one because I it, I was entertained throughout this entire series. I think my biggest issue that I had really with the story um, is I think it falls into that category of being between two different series, so there really isn't too much, I guess, that they could do with it. Um, so it's kind of just left with this kind of race to get this Gundam and then stop this inevitable happening, which I guess if you watch Zeta, you kind of know what happens. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of one of those things where you're like, I kind of think I already know where this is going, but okay, we'll, we'll fight for this. Um but my, my main issue comes with the series really is in Udaki because uh, Kao just isn't, doesn't seem like he has really much going for him. He just kind of, he does have that typical, okay, now he's in the Gundam and he has to fight. 
but there really isn't much going for him. I think the main character for me for this series ends up being Nina Purpleton because yeah, I agree. She's most conflicted. She's the most naive. She's the one that sees all the character developments. She's the one that struggles with several things. I mean, they they go on the fact that she used to be from the moon, and that's where the uh, what was it called? That was uh, Anaheim uh, Anaheim Electronics. That's where they built these Gundams. So she was on moon, the moon at some point, and she, of course, later runs into many people that she had met when she was on the moon. And her conflicts with who they're kind of fighting against, who that she knew in the past, how they come into the picture, she's the one that actually has all of what's going for her. Ko is just kind of there, and that's really my only problem. Is Granted, I, I don't really it's not like I have to have so much out of my pilots for a series, but you kind of expect to have something going for the character. And when he's just kind of just there, it, it makes it a little bit less, uh, less going for it when you're getting into the battles and there's people fighting for their lives and you're like, I, yeah, there's Ko. Okay. There he is again. All right. He's fighting. He's got a cool <laughs> Gundam, but I don't really care much for him. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much the direction I would go with it. I felt like, as far as the background, seeing some of the kind of major players kind of uh, get into power and uh, some of the other characters just kind of the the new factions kind of re- recreating themselves. I, that was all really neat. I liked seeing the bridge between, like I said, uh, Amaro to Camille. However, the characters themselves were kind of the weak point for me. And and. And Uraki was kind of one of those main main problems for me. I didn't really much care for what he was doing. I did, however, find uh, Nina to be very very interesting. Her 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 struggle was probably the more interesting of the characters. Um, but the problem that I see as a as the grander scale is her being one character out of a huge ensemble cast you're you're not going to get very much out of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think I got plenty out of out of Nina, but yeah, when in the grand scheme of things when you have such a huge cast, you do kind of have that uh, dilution that kind of happens with the characters. Um I didn't even find the 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 villains to be all that if you want to call them villains, it, it's always kind of back and forth when it comes to <laughs> to to Gundam if they're if they're truly villains or not. Um Gato was again, he's similar to Kao but a little bit more going for him. Uh, there is a little bit of duty and betrayal kind of in there with him. Uh, how do you, how would you pr- uh, pronounce her name? Was it Sima? I think uh, it was Sima. Sima, Sima got out of who, whatever you want to say her name. Just call her the mayfly. <laughs> <laughs> the mayfly. Yeah. Or the, uh, the Chadasun of this show, which she was nowhere near. She was not, she was not a Chadasun. <laughs> I, I put her more on the levels of the, the chest biting woman. She was kind of, like why we keep showing her throughout the entire series. It wasn't really until the ending and the Mayfly uh, short that I kind of got an idea of her, and then I started getting more intrigued by her. Uh, but yeah, but end, it was a little going, too late. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's where I'm getting to. Is like you go through an entire series, and at the very end of the show, you're like, okay, I understand her. I, well, at the end of the series, like, what's her deal? And then at you watch the Mayfly thing, and it's like, okay, now I understand her. But yeah, yeah, it's a little bit too late, but that doesn't discount that she was a uh, a cool character when you finally get to the point. 
Um, and there was a, there was some side characters that I appreciate them just for self sacrifice or the stubborn guy that ends up being actually really really cool. There was a few characters that seemed like they were a little bit overbearing to uh, Uraki, and then you come to find out they just they look after their people, and that's why they're so you know gruff. And so that kind of gives them merit as well. So, and Mora got a boyfriend, so it all worked out. Yeah, the mama, mama lady. I call mama lady. <laughs> mama lady. <laughs> she like mama lady. She's big and she's tough, and I love well, her. Well, it's better she's than awesome. what they were calling her. They kept calling her the the Amazon. So yeah. Oh, I thought you were calling her that. No, they were calling her that. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, and I do. I do kind of admit there's. It, it's similar to with uh, Sima. It's similar. It, it it has this issue where there's several points in the show that you kind of go. Like Nina, Nina Purpleton, there was a particular character that they run into on the moon, and at some point she just shouts out the guy's name, and it was like, "Why does Nina know who this guy is?" I guess I I don't know if I missed the dialogue bit. I know that at some point Kao mentions the guy's name, but it's like, well, then how does she know him? We don't know how she knows him. All I can do is draw conclusions that when she was on Mars or Mars on the Moon, she met this person. So there, there's several cases, and of course they they mention the fact that particular person knew Gato and. There's all these connections that you can kind of draw, but I don't think they really specifically say it. Um, and that, So that kind of is an issue as well. But in the end, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Great action. Great animation. Great sound. Um, characters are a little weak. But I think it's all made up by just... I enjoyed Nina Purpleton's story. So at least I got that for characters and story. And then it kind of is that thing of, cool, I liked seeing how we got to the point of, like I said earlier... How did the, uh, the Titans come about? Getting that little extra story there was pretty cool. And we got a, a quick cameo from uh, Haman Karn, which is always good. Did we, yeah. Uh, did we... I didn't even know about a second... Uh, a, a second... Uh, falling, let's just say, call that, until the end of this. They like dropping colonies. It's <laughs> it's, it's an easy weapon, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, that's my. Opinion it shouldn't be that easy to move those things. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> All I gotta do is just shoot the wings, and they go wee wee wee, poof, and they bump into each other, and then one goes <laughs> flying off the moon. <laughs> that was kind of funny. And then shoot a laser into it, and it turns on the. <laughs> that was a pretty convenient aim. I'm sorry that that's about the only thing I say. That was a very convenient aim, but uh, maybe they were working on the inside. Somebody was working on the inside there. There was a lot of people betraying people, so I, I have no doubts of anything. Anyhow, yeah, that's uh, that's Mobile Suit Gundam 0083. Um, again, the Blu-ray copy that we got from Nom- uh, Right Stuff and Sunrise. Thank you for sending us a copy so that we can check it out and uh, let you guys know about it. And I hope you guys enjoyed this review of 0083. Uh, anything else? And even an ultimate betrayal that made our pilot cry. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. <laughs> that was pretty stupid. Oh, Later. Say yeah.